serious superstardom. No, not talking about Will Smith, not talking about Oscars. I'm talking about Glenn Beck. Bring him on in from Texas. Yeah, yeah, thank is. you. I wish I, I was got close the Dopey book. To... I got the Dopey book. It's number right. one on Saturday uh, in the Wall Street Journal, The Great Reset, okay, mm-hmm. with Justin Hoskins, uh, Haskins, number one. But, but on the New York Times, it was number 15. I know. Number one on Wall Street <laughs> Journal, 15 uh, on uh, the New York Times. So back I don't on, know. I, it was number one on BookScan. I don't know why it was uh, number 15 yeah, I, on the New York Times. It was number one on Amazon. I saw it was number yeah. 15 uh, yeah. on the New York Times. Okay. So I, I, I read your Adobe book, and uh, I don't want to get too micro. <laughs> I don't want to get too, too micro into it. But yeah, I, sure, sure. It's basically what I took away is that we're all doomed and we better live it up now while we have a chance. Did I get it? Well, not exactly. In (laughs) fact, no. Um, But uh, uh, it might not be a bad idea. It actually is just about what is coming with the the new digital currency, which is not to be confused with uh, cryptocurrency, and how this is all going to be managed. We're in a managed decline right now. And you don't let something collapse unless you have a net for it to fall into. And the net is the Great Reset. And we're seeing it play out right now in Russia. What's happening in Russia with these sanctions, Bill, you've been around a long time. Have you ever seen sanctions like this where every business is in lockstep and they cut everything off? Have you ever seen that? Well, but there's a reason, you know, um, because of the... Uh danger to the world from Putin. So I'm not that surprised. IBM, I, I want to stay. IBM made the card uh, sorting machines for Auschwitz. I mean, OK, but it's a different know. world now. And, you know, the peer pressure and all of that. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. Peer pressure. Right. And it's politically correct to hate Putin in Russia, correct. which I do, by the way, because uh, I <laughs> think they're, Putin is a horrible villain. He's Hitler like. Yes. But yes. but here in the United States, I know that there is a movement, and you know that. We've discussed it on your radio show many times, Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. take away our freedoms, our personal freedoms. There's no question that that is in play. And you look at a guy like George Soros, who who donates hundreds of millions of dollars to undermine the U.S. justice system, to allow criminals to commit crimes unpunished. You look uh, at a guy, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who has billions of dollars and he puts 430 million into a few counties in the presidential election of 2020 to make sure that the Biden vote uh, comes out or whatever he did, $430 million. All right. Mm -hmm. So there, there are powerful people who want control. There's no question. And that's a large part of your book. All right. But what, is the key to defeating this, Beck. That's the most important. We so know what this exists. Is, How do we defeat it? So the most important thing that people can do is to make sure that they're on, I mean, let's start at the most uh, micro, uh, that you are on your city zoning committee, that you are involved locally against any of this sustainable nonsense from the UN, the Sustainability Act of 2030. This is all part of the Great Reset. 
the uh, the bigger thing you could do is call your governor and your uh, state reps and your state senators and have them pass a bill that will um, outlaw ESG standards in your state. So in other words, no bank can uh, evaluate somebody based on an ESG standard. So you can do everything you've explain always done. What, explain ESG standard. Okay. Man. So ESG stands for environmental, social justice, and governance. Governance meaning uh, who's on your board. I mean, you're seeing this with the NFL. You have to hire uh, a certain number of people, a certain color, women, etc., etc. You're seeing this now all over. Well, there will be standards on that for every business. How many? What's the balance of people in your uh, and you in your want organization? A law opposing that like no, a no, no 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 uh, i want a law that says no bank or insurance company can refuse you based on their reputational risk that's a key phrase that they use in in uh, the great reset um they can't refuse to give a loan to you because you're an oil company or because you're a parent that stood up at the PTA meeting and said, I don't believe in all this social justice crap. That's or you're a company and you're like, I don't I don't want to have these things. That will cause the bank and the insurance companies to say, well, then we can't give you a loan. So you right. want. And, and so a, that's that's a protection of freedom of correct. speech that you're not punished by something correct. that you need. OK, correct. so. That's why people should read your book. I mean, you have some solutions to this whole thing. What I am worried about in this country is that most people are not going to read your book. Not because it's not a good book, not because it's not successful. Yeah, it is. People don't and read. And that most people, <laughs> say 50 to 60% of us, American people, they don't know anything. And the media, the corporate chieftains who run the media, right? are making it even harder to mm -hmm. get essential information, just mm -hmm. essential information. Hunter Biden mm -hmm. blacked out. Why? Because Hunter Biden's financial, you, you, you put the word in, might lead to Joe Biden. It's absolutely could happen. So the media doesn't want anybody to know about it. And Correct. That, that is what is going to drive Americans into a bad place where they do start to lose personal freedom. So, so it's here's the media what, that's he, really the problem. Right. And the circumstances that are coming. Um, Bill, I'm, I'm telling you, just because of the war, if it ends soon, maybe this changes a bit. But just because of the war, it's wheat planting time. Um, we can't even get fertilizer for most, most of our farms, and especially farms all around the world. There will be a food crisis. You can take that from Joe Biden himself, he has said it. A deep um, food crisis and food shortage all over the world, including the United States. There is going so to be sure a crisis. That, I'm not so sure of that well, because in our system, done we have the capacity, we have the capacity to ramp up what we need. Higher prices for food? Absolutely. Shortages where people can't get cucumbers and they can't get cereal? I, I'm, I'd have to well, bet no. 
but again, here, here, you'll be able to, if you can afford it, I mean, it's not only a fertilizer shortage, which means fewer crops are going to be planted in fewer acres. Uh, I know this because I'm a rancher. I raise cattle, and I know what it takes to to feed my cattle. I can't get the fertilizer this year that I need. We're wondering what it's going to be like. Also, it takes energy to get all that food. So you might have cucumbers, but how much are those cucumbers going to cost? It's food prices are going to go up. But the good news is that after the Democrats and Biden get waxed in November, and they will, all right, there's no question, that a United States is going to be put, come inward and not be as dependent on China, on any foreign nation for our livelihood. We can't do that anymore. So these internationalists who want a one world order and all of that, they're all going to be on the recession. Do you agree? I do. Um, but I think we're oversimplifying, you, you know, the, the, as the book lays out with 50 page of fine print footnotes, um, using only their words and original sources. Um, this is farther along than people understand. And we are going to go to, we're going to a, a bipolar world from a unipolar power to a bipolar power. It is going to split. Because of that split, it's going to deeply hurt the U.S. dollar. I think we're going to plunge into a crisis. I don't know when, but it is coming. I don't see and, it like you do. I'm more optimistic. I know you are. We're going to turn... We're going to turn to traditional. We're going to get rid of the woke progressives. They're on the run. Okay, uh, one more uh, thing. Right. You know, the best hour of radio, I think, um, is me and It's my you first on hour Friday. every day. Oh, yeah, that too. No, no, well, not you and, and Dopey <laughs> Stu that you have with him here. It's you and me you know, on Friday. I tell you, I, I tell you Bill, the, I think it is the best hour on radio because uh, nobody – Nobody ever talks back to you. And for some strange reason, I've always gotten away with it. And I enjoy poking at you. But don't, deeply, don't you understand why I allow you to do that? Don't you understand why I allow Beck to The poke? huge ratings that I have on radio? No, no, no. It makes me look better. <laughs> the more talking you do, the smarter I look. Come on. I know. I know. I know. I make you look good. I make you look like a human being, which I want your listeners and viewers to know. He is not. He is. There's no. No. I don't even think there's even a brush with human DNA in no, Bill I was made in Peru. Uh, the book is The Great Reset, Glenn Beck. Number one on the Wall Street Thank Journal. You. Number 15 on the New York Times. Yeah. All right, Jack, good to see you, man. We'll talk Thank you. again on Friday. Okay? God bless you. All right. You got it. Thanks, Bill. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes? and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. 
And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. All right. So can Joe Biden make a comeback? Can he stop the bleeding, turn the midterm elections in November around, which now looks like it's going to be a Republican route? Is there any hope? So I asked myself to come up with a really smart guy who does this every day, who's not an ideologue, not an ideologue. Hello, are we listening to me? That's not what we want here on this broadcast. We want smart people with no agenda. So we found one, our old pal Scott Rasmussen, who you'll remember I used many times on The Factor over the years. Now, Scott uh, doesn't run the Rasmussen polling operation any longer. He sold it for buku money, and, and he's living large now in Florida on those proceeds. But he did start a company called RMG Research, and uh, he's editor-at-large at Ballotpedia, Ballotpedia, which follows all political races in the USA of note. Do I have that right, Scott? Did I describe you correctly? You described me correctly. Um, I love my work at Ballotpedia, and RMG Research is letting me poll, and it's, uh, it, there's a lot of topics we explore these days. The world has changed a lot, but some of the basics are the same. Okay, uh, so let's... Joe Biden, yeah. Let's walk through it. In your opinion, based on the numbers that you are seeing, can President Biden make a political comeback? Well, the numbers say he's in trouble, as you pointed out. The question, can he make a comeback, is more about him. You know, Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, they had rough times in the polls heading into the midterms. They all came back. I mean, Reagan got to the point where he won 49 states. The big difference Joe Biden does not have the political skills that those leaders had. So it's very difficult for me to see how he comes back from this. He may rebound a little bit, uh, but the notion that he will return to a level that he saw early in his administration or to the levels of Barack Obama, not going to happen. Okay. My problem with uh, Mr. Biden is that he doesn't understand cause and effect. He doesn't understand when he does something like shut down pipelines, ban drilling, cut down the uh, efficiency of the American oil industry, that he weakens the nation. He doesn't understand that when he spends trillions and trillions of dollars and print money to cover that, that rises inflation. Joe Biden doesn't understand, in my opinion. And that's why he can't make a comeback. Do you feel that my opinion has validity? Well, you know, I can't say specifically what the president does or does not understand about those issues, but it certainly appears that way. Uh, the other thing I would say more fundamentally is he doesn't seem to understand why he was elected. I mean, basically, there were two promises of the Biden campaign. He wouldn't tweet. There wouldn't be all the drama of President Trump. And he would be very competent in running the government. Uh, and he's 0 for 2. I, I guess he hasn't tweeted. Uh, but he certainly hasn't been competent, and he really got carried away pursuing this progressive agenda that is wildly out of touch with where the American people are. Those as mistakes a, a pollster, have led, every, led to everything else. As a pollster, what percentage 
of the American people are progressive left. That, and what that means for everybody watching and listening tonight is that they believe that the country, United States, is fundamentally flawed and we need a drastic overhaul in all areas, criminal justice, economics, whatever it may be, elections, they don't want voter ID, open borders, they believe in all that. What percentage of we the people fall into that category? If you want to talk about any of those individual issues, you might get to 15 or 20 percent. Okay. If you want people who have totally bought into that worldview, you're closer to 10 percent. Then why would Joe Biden, who's been a centrist Democrat in the Senate, why would he allow those far left people to dictate what he does? Well, again, I don't know what's motivating the president, but what I do see is there is a bubble. There is an elite bubble in this country. There's media personalities. It is large corporations. It is people in Washington, D.C. These folks really kind of aren't. Maybe it's because they feel guilty about success. They really do support an agenda that is out of touch with the rest of America. To give you a great sense, the group that gives President Biden the highest job approval ratings are people with a postgraduate degree. Everybody else is seeing a different president and a different presidency. So I think it's the bubble that he lives in, and he's really not hearing voices from the American people. Well, he is an isolated president, there's no doubt about it, because his staff believes that he's prone to gaffes, you know, saying things that are going to get him in trouble. And many believe that he's diminished. Now, in your polling, I guess the majority of people now feel that Joe Biden's mental acuity is on the decline. Is that true? Um, it's certainly a factor, and it's something that you see in the polls. This is one of those things that's really difficult to put your finger on because some people don't even like to talk about it. But yes, there is, if I put it in the larger sense of their questioning his competence, the competence of his administration, that is absolutely a factor. It really kicked in with the debacle of the Afghanistan withdrawal. Okay. Now, if you have a president who is incompetent, as Biden has been for 14 months, then are Americans going to admit that they made a mistake in voting for him and the Democratic Party, which is doing everything it can to boost him up? All right. Will people admit I made a mistake. I may despise Donald Trump, but he'd be better. And you don't even have to say Donald Trump. You could say any Republican. All right. I made a mistake in voting Democrat for Biden. Do you think the electorate is ready to do that? It's hard for people to admit the mistakes, as you made, made clear right up front. I believe if, they, if you define admitting a mistake as voting for the other party in the midterms, absolutely. Uh, if, if it's admitting a mistake is thinking ahead to 2024, it's difficult right now. I don't think Joe Biden's going to run again. It'll be difficult for any president. No, he's not going to run think, again. Yeah, I think I think one of the things that's going on here is the political left assumed that Donald Trump was promoting these wacko policies. They didn't understand that even people who don't like the president liked a lot of his policies. And that has thrown them in a bad direction. Yeah, so will but the that's, partly Donald, that's partly Donald Trump's fault, which is yes. what I, why I did the history tour to stop that crazy bombast and get into the policy successes. And 
when he was with me, he was fine. But now he's right back to, ah, the election, and then, you know, all right. So from my analysis, and this is the last question I have for you. My analysis of the poll shows that independent voters, which elected Joe Biden, okay, that was the deciding factor, independence. They have gone way against Biden now. They don't want to hear about Biden. Am I wrong? You are correct on that, and the Democrats will pay a price for it in November. The only question is, how good a, a year will it be for the Republicans? There's still some concern among the GOP, or at least there should be, that they might not get control of the Senate. They're favored to do so, but it might not happen. Uh, but it's going to be a good year for the Republicans, and it's all because of President Biden. Okay. Um, tell us uh, just a little about Ballotpedia. Can the folks benefit from doing what? Ballotpedia is the encyclopedia of American politics. Uh, it has more data, neutral data, on any topic. In fact, it's the only political site out there that has a readership, including Republicans, Democrats, independents, progressives, and conservatives, because you get just the facts. So and, and how do we get it? How do, how do we get it? You how go you online to ballotpedia.org. It's all you have to do. Uh, it's free? Uh, you're not it's charging? It's free. No, it's free. You can sign up for newsletters. It's a great service. Ballotpedia, one word, B-A-L-L-O-T-P-E-D-I-A dot org. Yes. And there's Scott Rasmussen. Um, I'm going to ask my staff to go on every day, Scott, so we may be bothering you in the future to come on and uh, explain certain races to us uh, as the midterms get closer. We really appreciate your time. Good to see you, Scott. Thank you. Good to see you. Now, there's a poll by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, they asked people, do you think Biden's going to run again? 52% of Americans say he is not going to run, right? Only 29% expect him to run for a second term. 29%, okay? 19 don't know. Among Democrats, 41% of Democrats say they don't think Biden's going to run again. And he's not. Now, I'll get into that in another day at another time. You all know the poll numbers. You all know inflation. You all know the chaotic state that we're living in in America today. There's just no way he's going to run again. All right. So let's bring in a uh, guy who does this for a living, who analyzes uh, politics for a living, sees down the road. I want to advance the story. His name is Bob Charles. He comes to us from Phoenix, Arizona. He's the director of communications for First Strategic. Okay. So all Bob does to make a living is politics. You know, I feel sorry for you, Bob. I mean, I do a lot of politics, but I do other stuff. I, I, I don't know what I do if I just all politics. But anyway, in my analysis, have you seen anything that you disagree with, number one? Quick and easy answer, no. I can expound on that a little bit. In that. And nowadays, it's assumed that the president is going to run for re-election. The last president that didn't was Lyndon Johnson. And to the point with the 29%, 29% of people are looking at Joe Biden and saying, yeah, he's going to run again. I got to tell you, Bill, if you're if I'm running your campaign and you're running for re-election and I see that number, I figure out a way to pull you out of that race. So, yeah, he's not running again. Okay. 
So I said on the radio today, the Democrats don't have any viable candidate, certainly not Kamala Harris. She's polling worse than Biden and looks like a 12 year old when she gets into a situation where she has to articulate danger if she can't. So she's off the board. Governors, I guess there are a few Democrat governors they could put out. But do you see anybody who could give the Republicans at this juncture, things can change, of course, uh, a run in 2024? No, and, and there's, I, I got to say, there's not somebody that jumps out. And have you look at maybe Biden's cabinet, you got a Buttigieg or, uh, you know, maybe retread trying uh, Beto or somebody like that. Not but no, no there's nobody that jumps to the front. No, there's no yeah. way. There is a Democrat who could give the Republicans a run, and her name is Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. Okay? I, so that's what I said on the radio today. I said, no Hillary Clinton. Americans don't like Hillary Clinton. Um, she wants it, and she's raising money. But if Michelle Obama decides to run, and she would not decide until very late, Okay, and she obviously I've said she doesn't have any interest. She doesn't want to do it. But Michelle Obama is the only Democrat in this country at this juncture who could give the Republicans, as things stand now, a race. Do you agree? She would be formidable uh, because of not just who she is, but there's there's that an, there's an emotional appeal. There's a, a younger appeal. Uh, there's the energy that. Yeah. That, Frankly, I mean, look, let's I don't mean this is any disrespect to the president, but he is showing his age uh, and at 79, you know, to be in his 80s is his next term. People look at that and they say, no way. That's where Michelle Obama, young and vibrant, been around. People could get she could inspire. Yeah, and she'll Congress. get the minority precincts to uh, to support her and she'll raise a ton of money, probably record breaking amounts of money. But she's a very, very liberal woman. And mm -hmm. her husband didn't really do that well in eight years. Now, that won't matter to the ideologues, but to the independents. Bob, as you know, in Arizona, independents are huge now. Okay? Independents yep. will decide the next presidential race. So she's not a lock to win, but she is a lock if she wants it for the nomination. Right? Absolutely. And then when yeah. you, you mentioned the independents, especially in Arizona, Arizona is now one of the most important states in the entire nation when it comes to determining an election. Uh, should those independents swing, which now, by the way, I don't know if you know this, uh, Maricopa County, the largest county in Arizona, has just in the last month become primary, uh, primarily independent right. uh, is a major voting block. Bob, I know everything about Arizona. There's nothing <laughs> I don't know about the entire state because it's my business to know. All right, last question. Do you agree with me that the midterms will be a slaughter and the Republicans, you know, they'll take both houses, I believe, and they may even have veto-proof majorities? Let me give you two points. There's never been, you can look at it statistically, under Trump, Obama, Clinton in 94, any time a president has entered this stage of the race uh, in the approval ratings where they're at, they have lost majorities in the House. So if I look at statistics, I say, absolutely, Biden, I'm sorry, you are going to lose a lot of votes in the House. That doesn't mean that we still can't snatch that victory away. Uh, if we continue to talk about things that are not things people don't care about, um, then we can mess this up as, as Republicans. We can blow this opportunity. Okay. 
All right, Bob, we appreciate it very much. Thank you. Um, and let us move along now to another poll, Rasmussen. It's about higher gas prices. It's a simple poll. How serious of a problem are rising gasoline prices for your personal budget? Serious or very serious, 81%. Not serious, 18 I guess they're the ones who live in Palm Beach. All right. Not West Palm Beach. The difference. Palm Beach. 81%. Okay. Has the rising gasoline caused you to drive less? 59% yes. 39% no. Has the rising gasoline caused you to reduce spending on other purchases? 61% less. No, 35 And that signals a recession. Consumer spending is dropping fast because of inflation. I hate to give you that kind of news, but you got to prepare. Two states, Indiana and Utah, have passed bills in the legislature that ban, all right, biological men who have become girls or women from competing in women's and girls' sports. Two states have panned it, okay? Indiana and Utah. I guess there are more that have, but these recently banned it. But the governors both vetoed the bills. So in Indiana, it's Eric Holcomb. um, And Holcomb says the bill was too broadly written, which is just BS. He doesn't want to sign it. So he vetoed it. All right, in Utah, it's Spencer Cox. And he said he objects to an all-out ban on transgender children in school sports. Okay, but there isn't an all-out ban, Governor Cox, if the boy-turned-girl wants to compete in the boy sports, he or she can't. Get it, Governor? We know what you're doing. Now, I don't, this isn't a major issue for me. I want people to pursue happiness. They want to be girls, let them be girls. They want to be boys, they can be boys. Right? I don't care. But it's not fair in sports, in school, to have a guy who's biologically stronger, sorry, Judge Brown Jackson, than a girl, usually, Competing girl sports. It's just not fair. It's not right. That's all. This isn't complicated. It's not complicated. If you want to change genders, okay. But you've got to stay in the gender to which you were born. What it says on your birth certificate. Simple man, simple solution. Liz Cheney. My prediction is she is going to lose her re-election campaign for congressperson in Wyoming. Remember, Wyoming, least populated state of the union, only one congressperson, and it's Liz. So a woman named Harriet Hagman, she's a Republican too, is running against Liz Cheney in the primary, and 100 House Republicans are holding a fundraiser for Ms. Hagman. All right. It's going to be held on March 30th in Washington, D.C. And uh, so far, Ms. Hageman has not really distinguished herself, in my opinion, but 
you know, Liz Cheney, smart woman, but your hatred of Trump, uh, Congresswoman, has really hurt your state. It's hurt your state. You're not representing the folks in Wyoming. You're representing your, you and your family that hate Trump. So I wouldn't vote for SUNY Brockport, State University of New York, Brockport, upstate. So an anonymous donor gave the college money to bring in a speaker who's going to have an event entitled History of Black Resistance, U.S. Political Prisoners, Genocide, a Conversation with Jalil Muntaquim. Okay. Sorry, where's Jahil? He's a uh, militant. Militant guy. Doesn't like America. Thinks we're fascists here. Jahil. All right, so he's going to make some money. He's going to go up to Brockport and he's going to put forth what he believes. Okay with me? I don't care. Jahil wants to go up there. They want to pay him. All right. So the city of Brockport says, we're going to have to put a lot of cops there because we don't want any problems. We don't want a brawl. So they put the cops there. That makes sense. Public safety, right? (laughs) The school, Brockport, gives all the students a day off because the school says large numbers of police on campus would be traumatizing to many students. So you don't have to come to class. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Woke. All right. Woke. St. Louis. So this is unbelievable. Last Saturday, 3 a.m., guy comes up to a car with a gun, tries to carjack it in St. Louis, okay? Sitting in the car are two plainclothes police officers who immediately jump out. The guy goes, you're under arrest. The guy runs away. He gets away. 
but they know who he is. They track him. His name is Alan Lee Robinson. Got a big record, 27 years old. Okay. So they're looking for him, but they want a warrant for his arrest, right? Try to carjack two cops. He didn't know they were cops. He just thought they were regular people. He had a gun. So the attorney, the DA, Kimberly Gardner, won't give him the cops a warrant. Meanwhile, St. Louis, one of the most violent cities in the country because of her. Finally, the public pressure, the outcry is so intense, four days later, they give the, a warrant out for the guy, and guess where he is? He's in jail on another crime. St. Louis, Heartland. Woman's name again is Kimberly Gardner. Ruins the city. There are people who are enabling Putin, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So first, I'm going to go down the United States, then I'm going to go international, and we'll begin with the politicians. Uh, Put them on up on the screen. So we have two uh, House Democrats, Omar and Bush. They're in the squad far, far left. They voted against Russian oil ban. And 15 Republicans. All right, you see their names there on the screen. Green, Gomert, Boebert, Gates, Cawthorn, the most famous of them, but 15 of them, they said, no, we don't want to really ban Russian oil. Um, And you would say, well, why? So that's a good question. And here's the answer. Some on the right are so suspect of the Biden administration, they will not support anything. President Biden does across the board. Okay, so they hate him. Uh, They say he's responsible for this. Uh, Whatever. You've heard it. You've heard it. So no matter what it is, if Biden's behind it, they're going to oppose it. Okay, that's those votes Um, on the uh, pundit front. Let's throw those up there. These are people who have not come down uh, in favor of punishing Putin. I think that's a fair description. Tucker Carlson, Roger Stone, a GOP Senate candidate in Ohio, J.D. Vance, Alex Jones, Tulsi Gabbard, Candace Owens. Okay, so they are not uh, in business to punish Vladimir Putin. Overseas, a very interesting uh, array of uh, countries that are either supporting Putin or not saying anything to condemn him. Throw those on up. We have uh, China leading the way, of course, uh, Xi Jinping. Then we have Iran and Saudi Arabia because they are in the oil business, as they say in Texas. So they're uh, not on board to punish Putin. Then you got the Emirates next to Saudi Arabia, same situation. Cuba, of course, India, Modi. Now, Modi buys Buku weapons from Russia. That's what that's all about. Assad, Russia keeps him in power. Uh, Maduro, Venezuela, hardcore communist. Uh, That's an interesting name, Orban in Hungary. And then, of course, Kim Jong-un. Orban in Hungary, Hungary's in NATO. And uh, Orban is praising Putin, but he's not allowing NATO weapons to go through Hungary on their way to Ukraine. Come on. President Orban, let's go. All right. 
You're either in or you're out. If you're out, you need to resign from NATO. Because Putin is a danger to you and every Hungarian on the planet. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I put those names up there uh, because I want you to know that there is a fairly significant enabling of Putin. Now, I'm not one of these people that believes any of those people should be punished for what they say. All right, because I think we need open debate. I think they're wrong. I think Putin is, he got to be stopped. And if you don't, if you don't think that Putin's going to expand his terror, he will, if he gets away with Ukraine, and so will China. Oh, that the fait accompli. But if you want to say, well, Putin's okay with me, or I don't want to take any action against Putin, I think you should be hurt. Isn't that fair enough? All right. And that is the subject of the Talking Points Memo. I should say that is the end of the Talking Points Memo. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. Do you have trouble sleeping? Once in a while I do. Um, but I have strategies. Because I work a lot and, you know, buzzing around in my head and all of that. Um, so, let me give you the stats. 70% of all American adults say they have trouble sleeping at least once a month. Okay? Sleep. Related problems affect up to 70 million of us. 11% of American adults don't sleep at all, hardly ever. That's crazy, right? Okay, two tips. Actually, three. Do not watch television. I know that you doze, but no, no. If you read a book, after a while, your eyes will get a little heavy and you'll fall asleep. I'm a voracious reader. I have to be. And I just get in. I got stacks on my nightstand. And I read. Sometimes I read more than others, but I always go like this. But what I've been doing lately, if I don't feel like reading, if I've had a very intense day, is I'm listening to music. Now, on YouTube, you can get anybody. Anybody. It's amazing. Okay? You don't have to put a CD in or an 8-track. You don't have to do any of that. So I'm listening to Sade, S-A-D-E now. And the woman is just brilliant. It's, it's smooth jazz type stuff. Here it is. Go.
So for some reason, she relaxes then. That music relaxes. Now, classical music, whatever you like. But you get somebody you don't like, but they have to have tunes, no rap. You know, rap's not going to put you to sleep. So recap, no TV. Reading, excellent. And then find some artist, you know, smooth, put it on. You'd be surprised. Go like that. All right. Final thought. Thanks for watching the No Spin News and listening as well. We'll see you tomorrow.